was in outpatient treatment for alcoholism, I was asked to write a letter to alcohol. And so I thought I would read this letter. Hopefully it's an encouragement to you uh, to stay sober today, to continue to fight addiction, and to continue to uh, recover from the disease that so easily snares and entangles each of us that are addicts. This is my love letter to alcohol. This is not a love letter. This is the letter letting you know how I am redefining the relationship. I can remember the day that we had the DTR, the defining the relationship discussion together. You didn't say much, and I remember thinking to myself that I could take advantage of you for my own self-gain. If you weren't going to respond to my advances, then I would keep advancing. It was a night in the winter, and my stress level was high. You were at the store, and I knew exactly where I would find you. I had determined that you would be mine tonight, pre-planned and prepared. I drove to the store, got the milk and eggs that I needed to pick up for the next day's festivities, and on my way home, try as I might, I could not help but go visit you in the store. I walked in and found your brown body with red lipstick and immediately knew that I had to have you. I took advantage of the fact that you were cheap and that I would only have you a little bit and then stopped knowing that this advancement in our relationship could do damage to the relationship with my wife who was unaware at the time. I opened the door for you and you sat in the seat next to me begging you to touch me. I couldn't take it anymore. I had never touched you before. It was too scary. I could lose too much. I would be thrown out of the community of faith that I was a part of for having this love affair. And yet, I reached across the glove box in between you and me, and I grabbed your neck. I pulled you close to me and your lips, and our lips met. Euphoria ensued, and you gave me a warm, fuzzy feeling in my stomach. You beckoned me to drink deeply of your lips, and I kept going forgetting the stress and anxiety from the life I was living. You seemed to momentarily take the pain from me and replace my level of anxiety and doubt with hopefulness, excitedness, and a sense of potential of a new reality. I pulled into my neighborhood knowing that I couldn't take you home with me. I knew that I couldn't hide you somewhere in my home it would be found, and she would have questions and you would get kicked out. I wasn't in the place where I could kick you out. So I slowed the car down, opened the window, and asked you to see how cold it was. You didn't respond. I said, it's not too cold out tonight and I can't bring you home, so why don't you go ahead and get out? And you did. You did so willingly and you seemed to fly away like a flying star in the night. I pondered you as I pulled in the garage with my groceries in hand, about to face the woman that I was cheating on, that I was hiding from and had been the one and only love of my life up to that point. I opened the door and there she was. She asked me how I was doing. I gruffly replied that I was okay and that I was really tired. You tired me out. You drained me. Every time we were together, I wound up sleeping afterwards because you had more stamina than I did. Sometimes I even fell asleep when you were with me because I slept regularly where I hadn't before because of life's troubles. You seem to be the answer to my problems. 
I picked you up regularly from the store anytime I needed some lift or some help sleeping, and I drank deeply of your lips. Never did I bring you into the house. I had limits. I had boundaries. And I knew the line. I never went too far with you, but it caused other people problems as they watched me through the time that we would ride together. Until it did cause problems. One day I had picked you up on the way home and decided you could stay in the car for a romp later that night. I drank just a bit of your burning nectar and tucked you away for later. I would return later that night and finish our time together. I knew that what I was doing which would push a severe line that would cause much loss and damage to my family, profession, and character. I had brought you too close to my house. I began to trust you more and more and continue to give you more and more of me. It felt as if I could not get enough. It felt as if you were always withholding just a bit from me. And if I could just get the little last bit, you would have fully satisfied me. But it never happened. You never fully satisfied my desire to connect with you. And honestly, in relationship. Because I did all of the taking. I did all of the rationalization. I was the one who moved forward and toward you constantly and had to keep you happy that I was pursuing you. Codependency is a bitch, especially when you're on the giving side of the relationship. The other side takes and takes, uses and manipulates, always wanting more accolades, more assurance, more time, more connection. And I gave you everything that I had to satisfy your craving for me to pursue you. I gave you time. I gave you money. I gave you the ability to control me willingly. I gave you time that should have been spent with my family. I gave you nights that I should have made love to my wife. I gave you mornings obsessing and thinking about how I could end it with you willingly, how I could end on good terms from all sides of the equations. After you had put me to sleep, I would wake up and you were gone. And I was lonely, defeated, guilty, and shamed. I had used you to feel good and now I felt like total and complete shit. You gave me headaches. You gave me heartaches. You gave me fights with my wife that I never imagined would happen. And still I kept pursuing you. I kept wanting you more and more. During all of this, my desire for my wife waned until there was a moment I wasn't sure what love from her even meant. I knew what love from you meant. It was cheap and it was without limits. We could do anything together. We could ride in the car together, park under the stars and go to activities together. But all the while you drained me, you took things I didn't have. You made me do things with you that I never thought I would do. You put me in a position where I had to manipulate situations so that no one would find out about you. Then one day they did. You had taken the emotional feelings that seemed so hard to control for years and dulled them. I believed that was better than having to deal with my emotions. But at the end of the day, when you had dulled my emotions because of our relationship, I stopped caring about life in general. And then when I encountered discord and berating along the way, I didn't know how to handle those things without you. I just wanted to die. You weren't with me, but I will always remember sitting on the railroad tracks waiting for a train to hit me and destroy my car and kill me. I just wanted to be free of the mess from you that you and I had caused together. I wanted you to be free to drain others and not me. I wanted to be free from the pain, guilt, shame, loneliness, and existence that seemed all too fake. 
As I sat there, I began to think about how you did all these things for me. You were an accomplice to the moment I will never forget, the moment that I called a number that would allow me a path to freedom. When I called, I was desperate, desperate, not because you were with me, but because you weren't. I asked the person on the other end of the line to talk me out of leaving you, leaving my family, leaving the friends I thought I lost, leaving the job I invested my life in, and leaving behind everything that I ever thought I was. In that moment, you weren't with me. I realized that you didn't do anything to me. My selfish soul, my desire for freedom, for some sort of good moment, for instant gratification, is what caused me to seek you out, to replace relationships with people that I love for your cheapness. I went to the hospital begging for help. I would have got help, but you had trained me in the way of instant gratification, and so I went looking for you, all of you, and I found you right where you always were. I paid my dues, cheap, and left caressing your neck. I left thinking about the fake life that you and I were living, about all the ways you destroyed my family, work, friends, and material possessions, the way you stole the character traits that I and others treasured in me and invited me into a life of darkness and despair, away from anxiety, away from pain. But what you brought to me was so much more. I was angry with you. I pulled off to the side of the road and I opened the window. I gazed at you and you had a dull look back at me. I couldn't find your life, your energy that you provided, the euphoria that you had once caused within me. And because I had earlier tried to kill myself, I looked at you and gave you the one thing you had taken from me, my life. I didn't intend that you take my life. I didn't intend that you could have all of me, but there I was thinking about you, drinking you deeply and fully. It was a vengeful moment. I wanted to take what you had taken from me and I did. And you left me right where you left me each and every time that you seduced me. Asleep, alone, anxious, and in trouble. You weren't there for me in the ER. My wife, who you caused you and who you and I caused so much pain, hurt, distrust, and anger was there. She was there. She sat next to me, and as cold as I was to her, she assured me that she cared for me and loved me. The feeling of guilt and shame rolled into my life. My heart was so hard, and I was so angry with you. I was so angry with me that I blamed God somehow, in some way. He orchestrated this. He didn't work all things for good. He didn't help you and I out of the hopeless situation. So rather than accept my portion of the responsibility, and rather than throw you under the bus, I began to cover for you as I laid in the hospital. I began to share about you with some false pretense that you and I weren't that close. In the days following, I had to admit to myself how close I really was to you, how much I trusted you, how much I thought I meant to you, and in those admissions, I found something opposite of my experience. I found someone different that might sit in the front seat with me in the future. I found someone that wouldn't drain me and instead bring restoration to me and to the relationships that I valued above all else. I found someone that I couldn't find in a store, someone who is priceless and could never be repaid. I found recovery. I found life. There are nights where I still miss you, but I remember what you seduced me towards. 
I remember where you ended me at, alone without you or anyone, on a deep, dark precipice looking at death. And I remember, recovery has turned away from the precipice. It's allowed me to turn away from that precipice and to gaze up, away from you, and toward God. 